To stay safe in today's world, you need to properly secure your home and know what to do when danger strikes. InfoTrack's Roy Mackey is here with a former CIA officer who shares some life-saving advice. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Jason Hansen is a former CIA officer and security specialist and now the author of a book called Spy Secrets That Can Save Your Life. Jason, you talk about all sorts of safety techniques, but you note in the foreword of the book that one of the most common questions you're asked is what to do if someone has duct taped you to a chair. Well, first, why is that such a common question? And second, what do you do in that instance? Home invasions are becoming more and more prevalent. And so people watch the news and they hear these horrific stories about a criminal breaks in, duct tapes somebody to a chair, usually runs upstairs and ransacks the house, and then comes back down and sometimes kills and does horrible things or sometimes just leaves the house. So even though it's unlikely, people see it and say, hey, what would happen or what could I do to get out of the situation? And if you are ever duct taped to a chair, it's actually very easy. A lot of people just try and move forward and scoot around, which does no good because you're still stuck to the chair. But if you jolt forward very quickly, as if you're putting your head between your legs, the way I like to say it is if you're on an airplane, you feel like you're going to throw up and you bend over, you do that lightning quick in the chair and that'll break the duct tape and allow you to escape. Another thing you write about is situational awareness, which is something many self-defense instructors recommend. Just explain what that is. Sure. All of us have a baseline of places we go. So in your neighborhood, in your local grocery store, you know how things are supposed to look. Well, if your head is down and you're texting, you're not paying attention, you don't know if that baseline is off that day. If your head is up, you may go in the grocery store and say, hey, something doesn't look right. These people look suspicious. The hair on the back of your neck is raising, and you know to get out of there, you know to call 911. So I highly encourage people to put away that phone, have your head up, because you can spot danger ahead of time. You can get out of there, because if your head is down, you may walk right into danger, and it's too late by then. We talked a moment ago about the uh, duct tape thing. Any other suggestions of what to do if someone abducts you? Obviously, you want to fight like crazy to avoid it, but if you end up in that trunk or the vehicle or wherever, you'll want to start leaving clues for the FBI or local law enforcement. It doesn't sound pleasant, but that means forcing yourself to throw up, cutting yourself to leave some blood. So leaving a DNA trail, that way you're easier to track and you'll be found quicker. You spend a chapter on suggestions on how to criminal-proof your home. Can you give us maybe two or three of the most effective things that the average homeowner can do? Sure, it's very easy. So criminals case neighborhoods. And you want to make sure that your house is the least likely target. So put an alarm sign in the front yard, get cameras up, which are very inexpensive these days, put lights up that are motion sensor lights. So have ones that are wired, but also have solar lights. That way, if the electricity is still out, they're going to go. And lastly, have a dog bowl and some dog toys, even if you don't own a dog, because no criminal wants to break into a house and run into a big dog that could chew them up. One of the items you recommend that people get is what's called a tactical pen. Tell us what that is exactly and why that can be so useful. It's my favorite self-defense tool. A tactical pen is basically a pen on steroids. Most of us carry a pen anyway for writing, and this one is a regular writing pen, but it's made of a much harder metal. That way you could smash out a window, you could strike an attacker. A lot of women I train run with this in their hand in the morning in case something bad happens. So... You know, I carry a gun and a knife, but I realize most people are not. So at the very least, have a pen on you to defend yourself. Any other suggestions, Jason, on how to stay safe, for example, when you travel? Because those unfamiliar surroundings seem to make people more vulnerable to criminals. If you're traveling, make sure and be friends with a concierge. 
So you don't have to stay in a five-star hotel, but talk to them. Ask them about, you know, what neighborhood should I avoid? What are the taxi companies that are good? Most people just get online and trust whatever they read, but talk to people who are actually there local to see what's safe and not safe, and then just always trust your gut. If something doesn't feel right, don't ignore that warning. It's there for a reason, and get out of that cab or, you know, avoid going into that store, that club, or wherever. Jason, you have an entire chapter on survival driving. Is that something that's more common than most people would imagine? It is. I mean, one time I was almost carjacked and using the skills that I was taught, and which I mentioned in the book, I was able to get away. So you could be in a Walmart parking lot and somebody could try to carjack you. You could be overseas. It could happen. So I think it's very important to learn because as Americans, we spend a ton of time in our vehicles compared to other countries. Jason Hansen, the former CIA officer and security specialist, now the author of a book called Spy Secrets That Can Save Your Life. And you can find Jason at his website, spyescape.com. Jason, thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Appreciate it. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. That'll do it for this edition of InfoTrack. Special thanks this week to InfoTrack reporters Lisa G. and Roy Mackey. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm Chris Whitting. Internet services provided by Pair.com. InfoTrack is a weekly production of Syndication Networks of Chicago. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for another edition of InfoTrack. <laughs>